I went to an eye doctor with no insurance, and I paid a whole bunch of money to have them poke a needle into my eye. This is the second anniversary episode of the Insert Credit Podcast. I'm uh, Alex Jaffe, and two years ago, I thought that by now I'd be living in California. Uh, uh, I'm Frank Zafaldi, and two years ago, I thought that I'd be living in California. Yeah. Oh, I thought maybe you were going to do a, a serious one after that. Uh, oh, I mean, okay, but two years ago... <laughs> I don't, I don't think about the future. What's what's the future? Future's dumb. The future's there's, good. There's no future. You know, come on, the future, really? Yeah, the future. What, what, well, what, now what, the present. What is a future? Futures don't exist. There's no such there's thing. There's no pile of secrets, Frank. Yeah, it's not true. My name is Tim Rogers, and two years ago I thought that by now uh, Video Ball would be out because we were, in fact, working on it two years ago, and it's kind of <laughs> sad to realize that it's still not done. But it almost is. Uh, I'm Brandon Sheffield, and I guess mine's very similar because uh, two years ago I thought that I would have, I guess, three games out, but I only have one, kind of half <laughs> of a game out. Nice. So, so there. Well, let, let's hope to accomplish our goals by 2016. Frank, you're golden. Stay where you are. <laughs> Uh, I just I just never have goals. Is is how I get by. Fantastic. I'm so, happy. Uh, I the way I've planned this anniversary is I've called three topics from the history of our show. I've gotten three topics from our listeners. I got more than that, but I picked the best of those three, which they wanted to hear. And yeah. I designed three uh, as sort of general callbacks to themes throughout our show. And. Uh, that's how we will proceed through this very special anniversary episode. Hey guys, I guess that means uh, improv zones coming. Uh, I, I didn't say that, Frank. Yeah. You didn't hear me say that. You said it between those lines there, those lines that just appeared in front of you. What lines? Uh, here's our first line, by which I mean our first topic. Uh, mm -hmm. Let's hear it. It's a question from the first episode we ever did. Uh, oh, I'm ready. Uh, happy birthday, Charles Manson. Uh, so the topic was, what will be the next zombies in video games? Oh, baby, skeletons still don't have their way. Yeah, but two years ago, I believe it was skeletons. Yes, it was. That was mm. the um, that's true. Skeletons have not become a thing so much. Uh, but has that has that? 
I don't know. The, the, the next zombies might have come back around to being zombies at this point. Yeah, they're definitely still, they're still out there. No, you know, I think the next zombies is kind of actually thing that's like Minecraft. It's just like it's this, but with Minecraftiness inside of it. Like that's something that is just sort of all over the place. Build your own world, but that's it's a lot harder to do that to make one of those than it is to make zombies. So I guess maybe that's not a good analogy. Yeah. Uh, so we're, when we're talking about zombies, we're talking about uh, not necessarily uh, a, a video game enemy type so much as a thing that just gets overused in games. Yeah, something ubiquitous or oversaturated. Huh. Huh. Mm-hmm. You know, actually, wait, I think I have an answer. Um, just based on, and this will just really be for the AAA industry, but based on uh, E3... This last E3 that we had, I think the new zombies is Monster Hunter. <laughs> yeah. Because basically, there, there were like five Monster Hunters that, that got announced. Um, and one of them was actually a Monster Hunter. But uh, actually, uh, I, I had an amusing... I had had so many conversations with people about like, oh yeah, now this company's making a Monster Hunter, and this company. And then I went to the Capcom booth, and I was like, look at these guys. They're making a Monster Hunter too. They didn't even announce it. <clears throat> I thought it was funny at the time. But anyway, yeah, I think just like a whole bunch of a whole bunch of people fighting a, a large thing of another sort, that seems to be everyone has finally figured out, okay, we like the idea of this even if we don't like playing it. Let's try to figure out how to make the version we like. Now what about uh hacking a la watchdogs? Is that possibly gonna become a future trend? Because that game did pretty well. Hacking. How well did Watch Dogs do? I thought it did okay, but I, like I, th- I thought it was, you know... I guess it was released on all the platforms. I mean, it's hard to say because every time a AAA game comes out, there's a press release the next day saying it's the biggest entertainment uh, launch in history. Yeah, so it seems like it was probably one of those. Um, I feel like Cyberpunk's stuff could possibly be uh, a zombie of the future. Yeah. How about then, assassins, like historical assassins? I'm a little sad about that uh, cyberpunk thing because when I was thinking about Gunsport, it kind of wasn't. Then yeah. I, I couldn't make it fast enough to where I could get it out before all that biz was already gone down. So, sucks everybody, me. everybody wants to be a cyberpunk these days. Yeah. I guess yeah, uh, as they sing in the remake of Aristocats. Yeah. 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 I'm gonna be a cyber hunk. That's my plan. I'm gonna be a cyber chunk. Hey. hey. Yeah. I'm gonna be a cyber monk. I'm, I'm also gonna have some drunk. cyber junk. <laughs> mm-hmm. And then we'll go get cyber crunk. Yeah. Sure. Yeah. They should make a new version of Spelunky. Cyber Spelunk. Cyber. Yeah, there you go. Cyber Splunk. Yeah. Oh, nice for a Splunk. Yeah. <laughs> Every once in a while. Yeah. It's good to Splunk. Every now and then. So, uh, is it hacking, good? hacking Minecraft stuff? What else we got? So, actually, here's my, uh, my assessment now of what the current zombie is now in games. Yes. It's god darned procedurally generated content. Oh, boy. That's what it is. 
uh, it's that's the go-to thing. Oh, just make the game completely random every time. That seems to be what everybody wants now. And it's like, like there's cool stuff. Thing. What? I feel like that's been around for a while, though. It's just like Roblox yeah. is really popular now. But well, I mean, I think it has uh, it has eclipsed the zombie in terms of its ever presence. I, I will agree with you the first time there's an extremely commercially successful procedurally generated game. Because yeah, so that's what, yeah, I yeah. mean, like, like No Man's Sky, if it makes them tons I think of money, it will. sure. See, that's okay. what I'm looking at, because I'm thinking, yeah. I mean, if the question is what is what will be the next one, right. Like, I think that might be it. Because, I mean, Minecraft is pretty sort of randomly generated yeah, it is. stuff. It is. I mean, it's it's more about what you make. Uh, then it, I mean, but you're you're given a canvas, which is random. But uh, yeah, No Man's Sky seems like kind of the point where it's going to be like, oh, you know, I, all the big companies are going to start doing that. I feel well, like. I guess it would be yeah, the big companies. I feel like all the small companies were already doing it with roguelikes. Yes. Everything yes. is roguelike now. Yeah, and they use the word roguelike even when it's not a roguelike. Sure do. Roguelike has to be turn-based. Uh, I don't know. Let's not get into that, though. If it's got a permadeath, they think it's a roguelike now. Yeah, it's like, oh, there's a little permadeath in there. <laughs> a little bit. Yeah, it's like, okay. Mm-hmm. So, we're still answering this question? How long has it been? Um, five more seconds. Four more seconds. Three more <laughs> seconds. Two Let's more seconds. It. One... Let's call right. it. We should we should have just called it. I said I had, let's call it. But you didn't I, I, we, I had to play the thing. It's the anniversary. Yeah, we sure. Play it during a different question when we actually run over. Come on. All right. Yeah, that was the original <laughs> agreement. Uh, that was the original design of the show. It was. God uh, darn it. Uh, you're distributing a game system with three games to every prison cell in America. No, I'm yeah. not. To ship. Nice. Uh, what was the second half of the question? Uh, what do you choose to ship? Uh, it's a game system with three games. Last time we decided on an Xbox 360. Two of the oh, games man, don't were... tell us what it was. Don't tell yeah, us what yeah, it yeah, was. Yeah, yeah, come on. No, because the second half is this time it can't be an Xbox 360. Okay. Oh. Okay. I thought uh, maybe it was, was we actually... Witch in there? No, it was um, Hexic, no, one of them, right? Yes. Tell oh, us what yeah. they were. What, what were the games? Uh, Hexic, uh, local Minecraft that all of the prisoners could play together. Um, yeah. Uh, I think Dive Kick? No. 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 I forget uh, what the third one was. Oh, man. I guess that's too bad. I think that was a good answer, but uh, yeah. we, can, we can think of another one. Good answer. Uh, good answer. <laughs> I guess we can't say PC because that's, no. that's cheating because there's too, many, too much stuff on PC. Um... Because it would definitely be a PC with uh, Minecraft, uh, Starcraft, and Civilization. Yeah, it's got to be stuff that's that's infinitely replayable like that. It's not just not just because you're getting better at it. But we should probably choose something that's got Tetris on it. Mm-hmm. Well, that's Tetris is anything. good. Um, yeah, but one of the good ones has Tetris. Yeah. Give him an N-Gage. No, don't give him an engage. <laughs> an engage with Tetris and Pandemonium and more like it. That's that seems like more like they would. Uh, it would be an enrage. Whoa. You know what I mean? 
Oh, you know exactly what I mean, don't you? Um, I just okay, slam so dunked that one. Let's. I mean, the uh, procedural generation future we're talking about. Like the real answer would be a PS4 and some games that haven't uh, shipped yet, probably. Yeah. No but, Man's Sky. Yeah. <laughs> let's give No Man's Sky. But uh, um, that's a cop out answer. Obviously, we gotta. We gotta. I mean. It's it's as much as I want to give them like a Super Nintendo with Mario All Stars or something. I think you have to give them a more modern system with games that can actually last you forever. Um, yeah. So I'm automatically thinking uh, PS3, mm-hmm. just because it's the other 360. Yeah, um, and there's also Minecraft for it. Yep. So I, I like our Minecraft idea. So PS3 with Minecraft. What else is on the PS3? Um, we've we got all those classics we could download if we want oh. to. Wait a second. So, we, like, if we want right. them to kind of feel about feel like they might be rehabilitating themselves, yeah, maybe uh, maybe Journey is gonna you know like teach them to work together in positive ways. Maybe not. Yeah, Journey but, rules and all, but uh, I mean, I don't know if you should play that like more than once. Yeah, yeah. I played it once. I'm never gonna play it again. No, that's true. It. That's yeah. true. Um. So we need a puzzle game on there. Oh, oh! Uh, if you're doing PS3, you could put Heavy Rain on there. Oh, mm. you could also put the PS3 version of Watch Dogs on there. Yeah, which has a breathtaking prison break sequence. Actually, the prison break sequence was terrible. <laughs> I just did it the other night. Um, All right, uh, puzzle game on PS3. What do we got? Or PS2 download or PS1 download? PS3 is a game. Um, I really like. Might and Magic Clash of Heroes. I'm an MCOH. Is that the puzzle one? It's the Cappy one, yeah. The Cappy puzzle game. I thought that was only on DS for some reason. No, they then brought it to 360 and I think PSN. Okay. And PC. Is it better than uh, uh, their other puzzle game? Yes. With with the little vomity guy? What was that called? It's way better than Critter Critter Crunch. Crunch? Critter Crunch, yeah. Okay, so I think uh, we should be talking about this being a 3DS. I think the 3DS should be it. That's that's all I want. That's I mean, I think I, I'd be okay with that. Yeah, I could I could I could roll with yeah. that. So what do we got on there? Um, um, Animal Crossing. Let's do Animal Crossing on 3DS. Okay. Give, those, give those guys Animal Crossing. Man, I would yeah. hate that if I were them. You yeah, well, yeah, it's you, true. I don't. Wait, but I don't want to make. What if they're you're not you're not going to jail, Brandon. What if or are like you in jail already? Yeah. Yeah, and they'll they'll learn to uh, be productive members of society by by delivering presents for animals. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know. I think I think Animal Crossing is a great game for an incarcerated person to play. Yep, I agree. I hate um, it. They is there need, not? Uh, they just need a time waster. It's just that—that's exactly what that game is. It's just wasting time. Yeah, wasting but it's a whole goddamn load of time. Yeah, not wasting time in any way that's fun. How about a uh, pushmo? Pushmo. Yeah. I, think I don't know. What the... That's a, a game. Right? It's a way forward game, isn't it? No. Oh, WF. It was a pushmo. It's the thing where you uh, push and slide out these uh, platforms, and you got to get them all. Uh, you got to get to this uh, star at the top. It's a very 3D oriented uh, puzzle game. It sounds cool. dumb. 
There must be another good. Uh... <laughs> well, we got the regular DS too. Plays on. Yeah. Let's remember. What's the good the reg- that we can give them? Uh, D- Tetra- Tetris DS by Nintendo is really good. Yeah, yeah. that's good. There All we right. go. Animal yeah, Crossing it's Tetris. A quality product. And then, uh, I guess, well, since they could all play it together, um, maybe Pokemans. Yeah, no. yeah, I was, what, no? No, it's uh, just the whole underlying violent competition thing. What? It's likely to get out of hand. Dude, you're not going to, like, change people by making them play these video there games. There are a lot of sneaky ways to play Pokemon that could get people upset. Look, and also, Hexic would train the, uh, uh, the, like, for example, would just train the logical faculties one would need in order to escape from a prison. So, I mean, we can go ahead and allow Pokemon, I think. Yeah, I think Pokemon. It's not like they're fighting real dogs, but they probably will as soon as they get out of prison. Yeah, um... Procedural generation on the 3DS or DS. Think. What do we got? Anything? Um. I don't know. Not really that I can think of. Me neither. They don't have a lot of. They don't have a lot of room on there. If only that Zelda Link Between Worlds had some kind of procedural endless element, like an endless dungeon to it. That would be cool. And also, you don't need a lot. That's how you That's do it. within my rights, yeah. Uh, this one I brought back especially for Tim. Uh, oh. Which video game character would make the ideal roommate? Oh, God. Yeah. I remember this question. I remember this being the question that made me think, oh, it would be cool to do this as a show, to just bring that question back someday. Uh, oh, man. <laughs> for some reason, I went right to Lara Croft because she's rich and probably gone all the time. Uh, also, also, in many of the games, you get to see her house, which is like a huge house. Yeah. A giant mansion. So no, you... in this case, she would be living in your house. Or which is fine. She'll, she'll always make rent and not be here. Yeah. She's always on adventures. Yeah. yeah. I, I'd say uh, the, the protagonist from Murdered Soul Suspect, he's a ghost. Oh, oh there you go. He can he could like sometimes annoy you by turning on your TV or making your microwave go, but otherwise he's not really gonna do very much to you. Yeah. He's Is he better a, than uh, Ghost Trick Ghost? Go, you know Ghost Trick Ghost. Too hmm. tricky. Go, yeah, too tricky. This guy he's just a detective who wants to solve crimes. He'll be gone a lot too. In fact. How so, about uh? Pops Ghostly from uh, the rescue of Pops Ghostly on the Action Max. I, I have means. no idea about any of those words. You've okay. lost me. Well, there's a character named Pops Ghostly, and that's really all I know, is that his name is really cool. Okay, that's true. So. When he pops, does he do it in a manner befitting a ghost? I don't know. <laughs> do you guys know the Action Max? It's a VCR video game system. Oh, yeah, yeah, I know that thing. The rescue pops ghostly as you uh, shoot at ghost puppets on the TV. God, I hate ghost puppets, and I just want to shoot them. Yeah, (laughs) this game's for you. Um, Oh, man. Are there ghosts that aren't uh, mischievous in video games? I think ghosts are mischievous by nature. Otherwise, how would you interact with them? What about bubble ghost? Any ghost wanting to interact with a human has probably got some uh, some. 
problems. I think it's cheating to pick a ghost. I really think it's cheating to pick well, a ghost. I mean, it's a, it's a video game character anyway, so like... A video game character with a body. A video but, game character with solid mass. All right. That, that that's will not, not, not going to change the fact that I don't want a roommate, and I'm going to try to find a I way. don't want a roommate either, god darn it. But imagine, okay. imagine the cops came and said, you need a roommate now. Imagine that. That's okay. why it's called a... That's why it's a. That's why it's a discussion topic. All right, so it would probably be Moto. Um, Moto. Uh, Ghost trick? No, sorry. Is that not the name of the cat? Or maybe it's Shido, the cat in that that PlayStation game. That Toro. Toro. Heck yeah. Yeah, Toro and Kuro. Yeah. Toro, Toro and Kuro, the uh, cats. I love those little those mischievous animals. Yeah. yeah. That's a good one. Yeah, I love those it, things. Because I was thinking, you know, if I got to live with a creature, it might as well be a cat, because I like those. And if yeah. it could talk, that would be fine. So uh, maybe uh, Toro and Kuro, those little dudes, could be my roommate. Toro they... has a heck of a sense of humor, too. And so yeah. does Kuro. Then there you we know, go. That's you know who I would want as my... I'm now thinking about it. I would want uh, Isabel from Animal Crossing uh, for 3DS to be my roommate. Oh, that would be great. She's really cool. I think she's, first of all, one of the coolest character designs. Uh, and she's just so happy looking. And uh, she's really helpful. Uh, and she's really cheerful without being obnoxious. I had a roommate like that once. Cheerful, obnoxious, helpful, concerned. I mean, wait, not obnoxious. <laughs> cheerful, cheerful, concerned, helpful, not obnoxious. Very, very good experience. And uh, this is coming from a person who didn't like having a roommate. I've never I, had a roommate like that. I guess I just realized that uh, that Isabel from Animal Crossing reminds me of uh, my friend from Japan who I haven't talked to in a couple of years. So that's, that that's kind of a thing. Uh, have you have you seen this character, Brandon? Isabel. Um, from I've seen Isabel on your keychain. Oh yeah, that's her. That's yeah. her. So she's already kind of your roommate. Yeah. Yes. Well, yeah. Oh, no. I just Googled her, and the very first result was nude. Oh, oh boy. Oh, no. Oh, no. Here's, here's, here's a non-nude one, Brandon. Take a look at that. That's, uh... See? That's the kind of roommate you'd want, right? Yeah. I mean... Look, she just looks so eager to uh, to be cool. Does my camera just die? No, but like, if I didn't want, she also looks like if I didn't want to talk to her, she would be, she would feel sad. Uh, yeah, but she, uh, oh, she gets I, I, sad, I guess. I don't want to have to talk to people all the time, and if I don't, if I don't talk to a cat, they're just gonna be like, fine then, I'm gonna eat this food. Sounds like you're in the market for a silent protagonist, Brandon. Oh man, yeah. I'll just have the friggin' dude from uh, Gordon Freeman. No, I don't want him. I want the protagonist of um, Shining Force Three. He's really small. I'll bear my Arctic blast. I'll bear my Arctic blast. <laughs> oh, you never have to worry about your AC bill. I can just yeah, I can just say that to him over and over. Oh yeah, that would be good. Yeah, I guess we're not thinking of uh, perks. Oh yeah. <laughs> Pikachu. Is that who we decided last time it would be Pikachu? Yeah, Pikachu. Oh, because you wouldn't have to pay the electric bill if Pikachu were your roommate. 
That's the one. Yeah. Hmm. Uh, so we're awesome. we're gonna get into some listener pick questions from the past, but first we're gonna take a short break while our uh, editor Blaine Brown speaks to the audience for the first time. Take it away, Blaine. Whoa. Whoa. Thanks a lot, Jaffe, and thanks for letting me insert my credit, as it were. <laughs> what? No. I'm sorry. It was just a stupid joke. It'll never happen again. Thanks for that, Blaine. Truly words to live by. Uh, now we proceed to the second half of our uh, show. Uh, we're going to go to the uh, questions suggested by listeners from previous episodes. Uh, first, uh, we're going to uh, get back to a question we like to bring up periodically. I think this is the fourth time we're bringing it up. Is the PlayStation Vita worth buying yet? Well, there's a whole bunch of stuff on it. Yeah, there's a lot of stuff on there, and it's, what is it, 200 now? Yeah, 200, 200. And uh, there's a whole lot of stuff on there, and you can get, uh, if you got the PlayStation Plus Viz, you get so many just games on there that are free. And I've found, well, not free, but, you know, they're, you don't have to pay for them individually because you've paid for PlayStation Plus. I've certainly found that when a game is free, I will get it. And then quite often I will play it. And so because of that, I have played more games on my Vita than probably than the other modern consoles in the last few, uh, I don't know, few months. So yeah. Maybe, I personally yeah. have been jacking around with mine. Uh, I guess we made two games on it. I like both of the games we made for it. Uh, they're fun things for me to mess with, and uh, we'd like to do a more substantial thing really soon, possibly. Um, that The whole goddarn thing needs a goddarn memory card in it thing? I don't yep. get that. That's the stupidest goddarn thing. Uh, but the new Vita... The, the Vita Lite, as I guess it's called. Uh, the buttons are really nice. And uh, everybody talks about, oh, the screen isn't... Uh, the screen is It's not OLED. It's not OLED. It's pretty much just as good. You know what else isn't OLED is the iPhone screen. Yeah. I mean, that's a pretty good screen. Uh, um, it, I, I still I mean feel like be- between this and the 3DS, though, like, if, if yeah. the person didn't have a 3DS, like, I still, even though I don't have a 3DS myself, I still would recommend a 3DS over a Vita if you're just trying to get a thing to play games on. Well, you know, there's yeah. also, though, there's also the PlayStation TV. Yeah. And that's $100, and it's a Vita, and it has all those things that I mentioned. Like, it's got it's got a heck of games. And yeah. That PlayStation, with PlayStation Plus and a Vita TV, now you've spent... $150, and you've got access to a whole ton of games. Um, yeah. I don't know. It seems... It seems. I'm much more... I'm closer to verging toward maybe do buy one at this point. I didn't know Vita TV counts. I actually like Vita TV as a concept a lot. Um, I kind of... I feel like the 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 Ouya had a lot of the right ideas, but I feel like the the Vita TV has actually the software to do what Ouya should be doing. Yeah, um, yeah. 
So I, I'm actually a big champion of the Vita TV. I like it. And uh, if we're counting the Vita TV as a purchase and has 100 bucks, and it comes with a controller too, right? It Does it? I don't know. I don't know. Maybe it doesn't. It very well should. I guess it would have to. No, it would have to. It okay. looks like it does. And so I think like, what a DualShock 3 or something, right? It's like I DualShock yeah, 3. Wait, wait, okay, so the Japanese Vita TV value pack is 150 and comes with a DualShock 3. Okay. So So if it's 150 here and then 50 more bucks for the games, I still think Dual- it's worth it. The DualShock 3 is a goddamn crime against humanity though. Like it's a terrible controller. I don't care what anybody says. Yeah, it's fine. I've com- well, unfortunately, it's not. Uh, <laughs> after you've uh, played with, uh, I have done extensive research in the past few uh, few months and determined that the DualShock should not exist. The DualShock Four, fantastic uh, Xbox One controller. Anyway, the PlayStation TV is ninety nine dollars, and yeah. it's fifty dollars for the val- extra for the value pack that gives you a controller where you can just buy. A DualShock 4, which also works with it, for uh, $50. I'd rather just buy the DualShock 4. You know, yeah. the, 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 about that DualShock 3, it has the, uh, it's got the, the little dots on it that show you which player you are. And PlayStation 4, DualShock 4 doesn't have anything like that. It's like, but, I'm green, or whatever. You know what else the DualShock 3 has? I, I happen to have one right here. Mm. The DualShock 3 also has this. That's the plastic. My microphone's uh, my microphone is uh, enhancing the it sound. Up. Yeah, it is. That's just what it yeah. sounds like to to move this thing in my hands. I'm like I'm not bending it. Man, mine mine doesn't do that. Yeah, well, uh, good work. Uh, it's a it's a piece of crap controller. Bravo. It's a piece of trash. The PlayStation Vita, however, is better. Uh, it feels better. Their build quality is nice. We call that build quality. In the hardware industry, which I'm It'll not in, you. I'm not actually in the hardware industry. So if if you're someone who needs a new thing that plays video games, if you're in the market for a new device that plays video games specifically, then yeah, I guess the Vita's an okay purchase now. That but, is uh, a more positive answer than we've gotten so far. Maybe next also, time it comes up, be a definite yes. Let's not forget that there's like a billion PS1 games you can put on there. Right. Yeah, that's true. Like a billion of them. It's like a like guy that just buy Symphony of the Night. That's me in that Vita there. Yeah. You can you can just like press some buttons and and Symphony of the Night comes through the air and into your your video game console. Yeah, that's pretty nice. Yeah, like uh, again, you need one of those dumb memory cards. If the goddamn thing was a hundred fifty bucks, I'd say, and it had an internal sixty four gigabytes or whatever memory, I'd say go for it. Otherwise, maybe. Okay. Uh, what role has pinball played in the history of the video game industry? Oh, well, uh, so pinball was, uh, a big part of, of, uh, creating the concept of, of an arcade, uh, which was, as we all know, the, the early video game industry. Um, I mean, it, it kind of established that you could have places with coin operated amusements, uh, and and that would they could they could exist as their own businesses and uh, so when video games became a thing, uh, you could just kind of easily shift video game uh, 
uh, units into the, the pinball parlors and it just worked and, and you had an arcade. So that's really, you know, the biggest thing I think pinball contributed to the history of games. Another thing is uh, it contributed through through being considered gambling for some time. Mm-hmm. It, it contributed the inability for many cities to have arcades because video games got lumped into that because they were in the same arcades as pinball. And uh, so some places just like Oakland until... Uh, Oakland just lifted their ban on pinball. No yeah. way. Yep. Which now means that you could have an arcade in Oakland, but before that was not possible. Very true. It wasn't legal. Like you couldn't have one. You could have one that was like a that you paid a flat fee to go into, but you couldn't. And then everything's free to play. But you couldn't have an arcade that took quarters. Yeah. You could have an arcade machine in a laundromat. Well, the, didn't that ban date back to when pinball machines used to, like, give out prizes? Yes. Yeah, it was from before they even had flippers. Well, yeah. and it was also related to uh, uh, the mob, I believe. There were there were mob ties to, to the pinball industry, and, and, and I think that was a way of sort of getting back at the mob, in a way, is passing those laws. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Man, video, the, the industry was way cooler at some yeah. point. Yeah, I guess. What about in terms of design? Not at all. No, I don't know. They they well, made that I mean, Pinball Quest game for the for the NES. Oh come on, the scoring scoring multipliers those all came from pinball. Scoring multipliers. I, I mean, you were saying also pinball. four players on the same game on the same console. Sorry, Tim. Um, that kind of was a thing from there. Yep. Yeah, so it's, you're saying it helped people think about there being arcades and all that, but uh, uh, yeah, like I mean, it got people kind of interested in at, at a very early time just testing their hand-eye coordination with yeah. kind of an elaborate thing mm-hmm. that is right in front of them. It just I kind say, of I would say that it is, is probably part of the reason why so many early video games were so skill-oriented. Um, oh yeah. Absolutely. Because that's pinball was definitely all about uh, skill and precision and timing and stuff, and so were all the early video games. Um, well, that's also, I mean, that's not just pinball, obviously. That's just, you no. know, uh, memory restraints and whatever. Um, yeah. And, and, and when, when, I, when I think of pinball in terms of, of history, I, I'm kind of lumping all... Uh, mechanical coin-operated amusement devices and the pre-video games into, into one category because they're all basically pinball, but there's other stuff too. There, there's like, um, like like the baseball simulators, right? Where 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 it would launch a ball and you and you'd and you'd whack at it. Yeah. I mean that's basically pinball. I'm kind of I, I just want to clarify. I'm lumping all those things together. Mm-hmm. Um, but pinball specifically, I mean it's like like I said, score multipliers. The the concept of of uh, achieving a chain of, of skill-based things in order to achieve a goal, I think kind of came from pinball, if I'm not mistaken. Like, you know, um, hitting this ramp and then this ramp and then and then whatever to, like, activate the score multiplier. Like, I'm pretty sure that was an invention of pinball. Extra lives? Uh, extra yep. lives? I don't know that yep. they actually came from pinball, but... Uh, Seems like. It's, you know, it's a thing that was in pinball first. You know, uh, all those video games where you see multi-ball 
Mm-hmm. Like, you can play as a bunch of characters at once. No, that, that, well, that's and, not, that's I mean, really, the, like, well, multi-ball is, it's a power-up. Oh, it is, yeah. It, it's the same sort of concept as a power-up. It's, it's, yeah. it's, it's no different than, you know, getting a power pellet in Pac-Man. It's Way multi-ball. to rescue my dumb joke. <laughs> I mean, I guess uh, uh, pinball games, since when they were they were being movie themed ones and property themed, you know, licensed pinball machines were really popular, and uh, you'd always like like Star Wars pinball. You'd shoot the ball into a hole, and you'd hear Obi Wan be like, "Use the Force, Luke." And uh, game developers were like, "Oh, all you got to do is just put something somebody recognizes in there." And uh, I just remember that being a big deal. My big brother just freaking out, being like, "I'm gonna go play goddamn Star Wars pinball, man!" Because you get to hear Darth Vader. Yeah, the man, only Darth time a pinball Vader. game ever blew my mind was playing the Adams Family one and hearing the flippers snap along with the snaps in the theme song. Oh yeah, that's pretty gross and cool. Mm-hmm. I like that. I uh, like the snap. I like the flipper snap. Yeah, I'm big on it. That's a, that, that's a good friction, an early friction. The uh, the 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 buttons used on arcade games came from pinball machines. Like yeah, that's true. Oh, and I also I also would say, more than anything else, what has pinball imparted upon the design of video games is that physics are interesting. Right? That physics are cool. Right? Does that make? Is that did somebody already say that? Did I just repeat something? Nobody, no, no. nobody's hair blew off the top of their head when I said that. <laughs> that that was the sound effect of our hair blowing off. Uh, this is one of my favorite stories that a listener brought up. Uh, one time while trying to come up with questions for the show, I got up in the middle of the night and scribbled something on a piece of paper. And when I woke up and read it, it just said "best dog." <laughs> nice. Good. I like that. So Wait, is that the question? Best that's dog. Question? Yeah. Okay. Huh. Best, best dog. dog. What about what about that dog from Resident Evil Four? Yeah. I think that dog might be might be best dog. What about the dog from uh, Fable Two? Uh, that was when Peter Molyneux invented the dog. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So that's when he invented uh, emotions in video games, right? He invented the dog. We have this new thing. This thing called a dog. Right. That's like. The exact interview transcript. <laughs> Got this thing. Uh, it's it's called it's a dog. It's pretty good. That's the original wow. dog. So yeah, that's yeah. a real blast uh, from the past. It's been a while since we made fun of Peter Molyneux. Oh, Pete Mall. Uh, so who else is what? Who other dogs is there? There's the Duck Hunt dog. That goddamn dog. Yeah, mm-hmm. no one. Hey, you guys ever played Duck Hunt, the arcade game? Yeah, you shoot the dog. Yeah, because you can shoot that goddamn dog in that mm-hmm. thing, and it feels good when you do it. Uh, <laughs> We made a game about a dog, me and uh, Michael Kerwin and Brent Porter. It's yeah. called Duffy the Corgi, and I like that game. Uh, Yoshi's kind of a dog. Yoshi. No, Poochie is a dog. Yeah, Poochie, Poochie is, is a dog, dog character and in, in the Yoshi world. So there mm. is a dog in the Yoshi canon. I didn't realize that. And Poochie, god darn fantastic video game dog. Have you ever seen Poochie? He ain't stupid. Do you, know, no. do you know who I'm talking about? No. I'm going to show you. Um, there's the dog in Dog to Rights, Dog Tribution. Oh, that's uh, true. Dog, oh, yeah. Yeah, he's really good because there's, there's a button that you press when you play as uh, Dog to Rights where he just uh, bites a crotch, right? There's like a crotch bite button and a bark button, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah. 
There you They're... go, Frank. I just sent you a link to Poochie. Oh, that's pretty good. You know what? Uh, Maybe he's the best video game he dog. Looks like look, a... look at that guy. Yeah. Yeah. He looks like a really good dog. I don't know who we went with last time, but if it wasn't Poochie, then it is this time. But I hate um, to uh, I hate to bring this one back. But Isabel from Animal Crossing, new leaf for Nintendo 3S, is also a dog. And she has a little collar that makes a noise when she walks around, and it's uh, really cool. Does she not count because she can talk? No, she counts. She's a dog. Nice. How about uh, how about uh, I got I got two more, two more howabouts. They're they're both Capcom dogs. Yeah. Oh, Cap dogs rush. Oh uh, no, I wasn't thinking about Rush. I was thinking about Okami Dog. Yeah. Oh, Okami and uh, Goofy from Goof Troop. Oh, uh, uh, Goof Troop. Yeah. yeah. Well, Amaterasu from uh, Okami is a uh, aka is, 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 is a god wolf. Yeah. Yeah, I'm but, not counting like, that's, that sort of counts. Sort of. Goofy sort of counts, and Rush sort of counts. But the Rush is a robot. Goofy is uh, a Disney character, and uh, Okami Dog is a wolf god. So what I'm seeing here is that Capcom, god darn them, can't god darn commit to making an original dog dog character. What yeah. about the star of E3 2013, Call of Duty Dog? Call of Duty Dog's a good god darn dog. Yeah, Call of Doggy, and there's there's that new uh, that new war dog that Ubisoft made. Um, the Watchdog, sad dogs game. No, it's a it's a different game about sad dog in World War One, and it, I forget what it's called. Oh yeah, that would be a fantastic title for a game. <laughs> sad sad dog, dog in World War One. It, so it's like it's part of the sad dog series. Sad dog saga. Yes. Yeah, sad dog in colon World War One. Yeah. Right. So maybe one of the best dogs is the Call of Duty Four Modern Warfare dog, where that jumps on you, and if you don't press the button in time, it rips your throat out. Oh, yeah. If you do press the button in time, then you grab it and you wrench its head apart. Well, Maybe but, that's uh, the best dog. Cause yeah, it's... Window Dog. Window Dog from Resident Evil. Window I... Dog? The, the dog who just dolphin flops through the window? Yeah. yeah, I guess Capcom really did make a dog dog. Make yeah. a dog's dog. Anyway. But even that one was a zombie dog, right? Zombie dog. Yeah, it was a zombie dog, yeah. I think I last that. time I mentioned the two dogs at the end of Dog Days... Oh, those dogs are pretty cool. Yeah. But I think Frank and uh, Brandon have not played that game. No. Uh, that's a good game to play. You guys should play it. Uh, it's not that long, and it's... Uh, yeah, I beat it in a day. It's really neat, because uh, it kind of does something and says something while also being cool. No, mm-hmm. Is uh, but, Chain, Chain Chomp a dog on a technicality? Um, I would say Chain Chomp's a dog. I think I think Chain Chomp's a dog too. I like Chain Chomp. I think the Chain Chomp that you adopt as your friend in uh, Link's Awakening. Link's Awakening. Yeah. Yes, the best Chain Chomp variant. Yeah, it's yes. a really good dog. Maybe not the best dog, but the best breed, uh, the the best of that breed of dog. Wait, sure. What about the chomp? the dog from um, Torchlight, who Torchlight, Torchlight, who will uh, sell items for you? You can put. Like, if you don't want to go all the way back to town with all your items that you've gotten in a dungeon, you can give them to your dog, and your dog will go to town and sell them. But your dog can't get as good of a price because it can't negotiate because it's a dog. But negotiate. you don't have to go all the way back to town, and your dog is, is there. And your dog is, like, not helping you at the time that you have it gone. It seems like that dog's probably a pretty cool dog. 
Yeah, merchant dog. Yeah. Yeah, you gotta love a dog that's got capitalism. Mm -hmm. You know. <laughs> but I think we're going with Poochie. Poochie. Brandon, did you look at Poochie? Isn't Poochie just fantastic looking? Yeah, he's pretty cool. Last time, did we decide on Missile? Because I didn't mention Missile this time. Oh, I, maybe. I think we did mention Missile last time. Okay. Yeah. Uh, so I'm glad you brought up Peter Molyneux, because he's part of the subject of this uh, next topic. Paid uh, So in the past, we would often do a who would win in a fight in each episode. Mm -hmm. until that got a little tired, but uh, we're bringing it back. Uh, it's a battle between the frequent insert credit punchlines, uh, Hideo Kojima and Peter Molyneux. All right. Oh, Hidkaj and, and Pet Mall. Yeah. Okay. Wait, what are we doing? Uh, it's a who would in a fight? Oh, that's good. Yeah, that's that not just good. good. That's real good. Uh, I think Kojima seems more like spry. Like I think he could dodge a lot better than Molyneux would. I think Molyneux would just be too polite to dodge. He's also English, so yeah. like, that that really knocks him down several rungs in on the fighting chain. Because I mean, think of the food they have to eat over there. Yeah. Uh, like they, there's just nothing in it. It's just it's just a boiled a boiled cabbage with a tomato and a bean for some reason. Just <laughs> one single bean. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to look at Hideo Kojima's Twitter right now. I'm going to find out what he's been eating. I can like imagine that Hideo Kojima actually likes to pretend that he's Solid Snake sometimes, so he could jump around a lot. I mean, it's totally possible that Kojima was in, like, the kendo club in high school, at least. You know? Yeah. Okay, uh, I'm trying to imagine, like, if I just walked up to them and just pushed them. Right. Just to see what would happen. Like, Man. I think I think Peter Molyneux would apologize, and <laughs> and, and uh, Kojima would would push me back. I don't think Kojima would push you back. I think Kojima would like. I don't think he would run, but I think he would walk away very fast, especially because he knows that he's got weird fans and stuff. Yeah. Uh, I don't think he would push you back. I think Kamiya would push you back, but I think uh, Kojima. Oh, definitely. Yeah, I think Kami would, would wipe the floor with both these dudes. <laughs> it's true. Kamiya would definitely win. Um, yeah, he'd probably kill him. Yeah. I just kind of think most people are tougher than Peter Molyneux. <laughs> I'm looking at Hideo Kojima's Twitter pictures, and uh, this goddamn guy, his Twitter profile picture right now is like a Lego version of himself. Uh -huh. mm -hmm. oh, that kind of shows to me uh, some sort of you know, weird fatalism. You know, like like he's gonna give up really fast if if there's actual violence. Also, his his uh, his games are always about military violence. And uh, Metal Gear Solid Three talk. You know, he he pushed the term CQC close quarters combat with all the verve and vigor of a kid who had just learned that expression. Yeah. So it's like all of the tough guy stuff in his games is. You know, I just watched this movie for the first time. What, how much do you want to bet that the goddamn guy watched Escape from New York for the very first time the day before he wrote the story to Metal Gear Solid? <laughs> like, oh, that, of course, like, yeah. Like, yeah. that's how he came up with the name Snake was, I'm going to have a guy named Snake in my game because I just watched this movie today. You know, like, I bet... All the, the macho stuff in his games is just stuff he's picked up and that none of it has actually rubbed off on his person. I talk Whoa. about lifting weights all the time, right? Right? Yeah. 
You, you know, do. look at this. Look at this. I mean, come on, right? I'm, so I'm Peter Molyneux is probably packing heat. You think so? Saying. No. Because I, I think he just doesn't talk about it, and uh, you know, he's probably just got like balls the size of goddamn soccer balls down there. That's not gonna help you. That's a big target to kick. Yeah. yeah, but no, the thing is, they've been kicked so much because they're so big <laughs> yeah, that, uh, that he just don't feel it anymore. No, they're like 80% callous. I think yeah. Molyneux has a lot more body fat than uh, Kojima. Right. Yeah, but yeah, Kojima's I Kojima, got... Like, I think Kojima's just going to dance around him is what I think is going to happen. Kojima's bones, baby. I mean, look at him. I'm looking right fast. at him on Twitter. He's fast. He could be really fast. He's not fast. He could I be. just... He's Man. tiny. He's like five foot two, and he's uh, all bones. You get one good kick in his lower back, and he's down. I find it hard forever. to think that uh, that uh, Molyneux is going to be able to, to do anything I'm, uh, physical. It just doesn't like. It seems like he would just get winded after one kick. He'd ha- yeah. like if he kicked if he if he kicked Kojima once, maybe Kojima would go down. But if he missed with that kick. I think it would be over. I think you'd have to take a breather. <laughs> yeah. Kojima has the same facial expression in every photo. There is That's something I noticed like uh, on his pictures, um, which I didn't notice before, which is not relevant to this unless it is, which is uh, he took a picture of an ad for uh, The Edge of Tomorrow in Japan. Yeah. Where the tagline apparently is, all uh, you need is kill. Yeah. Yes. No, no, that's actually the name of the book. That was written oh, in Japan that was then adapted into a movie because Tom Cruise liked it. Okay. So eat well, that. I would it was great. <laughs> it's uh, that's actually a good title. the picture uh, that you're referring to, that's he's sitting there with the author of the book. Yeah. Wow. So and uh, the the uh, I thought you were gonna mention that the uh, the Japanese tagline on the like the Japanese ad copy is uh, it's Nihon Gensaku. Tom Cruise's Shuyaku, which is uh, uh, based on a Tom Cruise starring in a movie based on a book from Japan, <laughs> which is uh, pretty awesome. Yeah. That's the thing. Watch uh, it in Glorious Nihongo. Glorious Nihongo. That's the only way to watch that movie is in the Nihongo dub, the, uh, the Glorious Superior Nihongo. I just so, yeah I I, I I can't I I can imagine Kojima taking a swing and I can't imagine Peter Molyneux taking a swing. Yeah, I think Kojima's got this fight, but Peter Molyneux might have the moral victory. Uh, so here's a topic that nobody saw coming. Uh, be, uh, because it's our anniversary episode, we're going to bring in uh, everybody's favorite of our uh, segments. Uh, we're going to launch right into the improv zone. Mm-hmm. Uh, so <laughs> what his, uh, show historians may note that uh, it was not me, but Tim, who first uh, proposed us doing an improv segment in the show. Tim? Um, yeah. But what yeah, I also gave you a bunch of example uh, cues. and then You did. You gave me an example cue, and we're going to do one of them right now. Oh, really? Yes. Oh, maybe this, this will be better than the ones we've done before. Then. It could be. This is the one you gave me. You only gave me one example cue, and this was it. Okay. Uh, the example was, 
Mario, Yoshi, and Princess Peach try to bake a cake. Who's <laughs> so who? You got it with sign. Okay. Uh, Tim, you're Princess Peach. All uh, right. Brandon, you're Mario. Frank, you're Yoshi. Remember, oh, Yoshi I can only talk. say yeah. Yoshi. Okay. Man, Yoshi. No, Yoshi can talk. Yoshi talks in Super Mario World. He actually has like whole lines of whole. Ah, uh, you're right. You're well, right. Does he talk? I thought he just wrote letters. No, no he has, you you, right. you punch when he first comes out. Right. He goes, "Thank you for freeing me, yeah. Mario." I he was does. trapped in that egg. Uh, I've got some friends, so so please don't use my friend's eggs in this cake. <laughs> well, I've never seen any other eggs in the whole Mario series, so we're gonna have to use some Yoshi eggs. There's got to be some unfertilized ones somewhere, right? I don't uh, really know how our reproductive organs work, to be honest with you. The eggs just kind of come out when we eat stuff. What about... Oh, wait, uh, Mario. Wait, I remember, I remember Mario. That, time, that time that I killed Birdo. Birdo, yes. It was like a thing that came out of Birdo. It looked like an egg to me. I don't know it to me. The crystal? Yeah. That was a crystal. Oh, it was a crystal to me. <laughs> yes. Well, yes, uh, but Birdo is spitting out eggs. Do you think those eggs might uh, not oh, contain yeah. children? I think those are, pro- those are probably pretty good. No, that's the. I mean, they're probably unfertilized if Birdo's spraying yeah, them out. Yeah, I suppose Birdo's just spraying them out. Doesn't want them, I guess. Yeah. Uh, we could bake a very, very, very big cake with that's all. That's so nice. Yeah, so uh, I, uh, I can actually go get those uh, because I can float and hover and land on them very quickly. Okay. So. I'm I'll gonna do. That. do, I'll well, do that you later. know, actually, well, I'm in a cat suit. If that's cool with y'all. Yeah, don't wear the cat suit. I don't no, I'm wearing it already. It's, uh, it's very unattractive. Hey, it's uh, a new so I'm gonna do what you want. It's disgusting. I want you to wear the fire suit because that looks cool. What you know we could try to do is, is yeah, if you, you want flavor, flavor, if you want I'm flavor my... injected in the eggs, all right, like just put that food in front of me and I'll eat it and I'll spit out an egg that tastes like that food. So. Uh, so well, that that's kind of gross because I don't really want to think of this stuff as going through my bro's body. Look, look, if you want an egg, you're either going to kill a birdo or you're going to take it out of my butt. Those, those so, well, I'm going to kill the birdo. Let's kill the birdo. We don't you're like gonna those. Kill, you're going to murder someone because you don't want to eat my butt eggs. We don't have to murder her. We can just take her eggs and then leave yeah, her there. She, she spits them out. She doesn't need to be killed. Yeah, she doesn't want them. You just grab them. So I'll grab them. I'm going to use my Tanuki suit from Super Mario 3D World because it's really hot and also it gives me extra floating power mm-hmm. so I can catch them. Mario, you've got to be Fire Mario. I'm sorry because somebody needs to start the oven. So All right, I'm going to start the oven up. I'm you got to start, start the oven with fire. I'm going to flame on and then, uh, and then I'm going to go fix this toilet while we wait because this toilet's been uh, running. And, you know, it's... I mean, they say leave your work... Well, you know... You know, if you were actually a good plumber, don't you think it would not be broken all the goddamn time? And this sink is the sink is broken too. We can't even make the goddamn cake batter until you fix that. All right, I'll fix it. Okay, it's all part of the cake making. I was just waiting till we we you know had an occasion where we needed the sink. I didn't think. See, we so you, you yeah, always yeah, so, wait, you always say this. You always say this, but do that now. It's like I. You know what? It, it's you guys. Uh, so you're gonna have to do that. And uh, Yoshi, what what are you even good for? Your uh, arms are like your arms are shorter than my goddamn pinky fingers. And listen, listen, listen. The, you can't even stir the batter. You put a thing in front of me. I'll eat it. I'll make eggs. That's that's my contribution to this. Okay. I don't want that. 
I don't so, want the eggs coming out of your hole. And I can also crack the eggs by by shooting them into a place, and then they crack open. Okay, so th- that's what I can do. And we don't even have bowl. milk. We don't even have milk because no. because Luigi drank well, all I the can, milk. I can make milk too. Don't worry. I don't want Yoshi milk. <laughs> that's gross. That's disgusting. Just take my eggs and my milk. We'll have a really good cake. <laughs> Just calm down for your mind. I'm, I'm, it's natural. This is where stuff Look, comes I've, from. I've made a lot of cakes before, and uh, yeah, I mean, I think it would be good to have like a cow. What God? What what animals are there in this godforsaken mushroom kingdom that have milk? There's that milk. I don't want to drink reptile milk because that's weird. There's a yeah Bowser. Let's get milk from Bowser. Bowser milk? Yeah. Lizard well, milk. Uh, uh, How about those I, cacti things? Do they have, they have milk in them? Cactus milk? Yeah, mm. that's water, though. That's not milk. Coconuts? There's coconuts on Yoshi's Island, isn't there? Yeah. I know about Moo Moo Farm and Mario Kart 64, but I don't really want to drive all the way out there. Why don't we just go next door to, like, uh, Animal Crossing? They got Animal- cows. Yeah, I guess we can do that. What? Milk from Animal Crossing. So, okay, let me get this straight. You're going to knock on someone's door and ask if you can milk them. Yes. You're yes. Gonna, you're not going to take milk from me, and I'm already here. Well, yeah. because uh, reptile milk is weird. I'm not a reptile. I'm a Yoshi. Uh, that's reptilian enough for me. I'm not a reptile. We keep going over this. Look, do you I've see any never, scales? I've never liked you. I don't know if you knew that. <laughs> Yeah. Guys, we're gonna make this case. You know how I always say that uh, after we finish an improv zone that this was the best one we've ever done? Yeah. Uh, I can confidently say that this is the worst one we've ever done. Yeah, I think oh, it was pretty come bad. On. That was the best. <laughs> All right. Uh, so here's our last topic before we go into the lightning round. Uh, oh, TLR. A uh, common motif in our earlier episodes is I would ask you what was the blank of video games as a nice. type of uh, what was the Citizen Kane of video games. And yeah. for a long time we were planning on doing a whole episode based on the Citizen Kane of video games. But that never materialized, and because we had planned a lot of that a lot of research would be involved, it's never going to materialize. So let's do it right now, uh, straight up. What is the Citizen Kane of video games? Oh, oh God. Okay. Oh, um, God. So there's so many ways to approach this. So what is what is what makes Citizen Kane the Citizen Kane of movies is something we need to settle before we can answer this question. We all we all Roger agree Ebert with that. We liked that? It. Roger yeah. Ebert liked it. That's okay, it. That, that's not it. <laughs> Citizen Kane. Um, it to me, what it is 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 a, a a young unproven director being given carte blanche to make a game that uh, that ended up being a critical darling. Like that's that's what Citizen Kane is to me. But also a commercial flop at the time. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. for reasons beyond his control. But yes, absolutely. Yes. Um, but is that what we mean, or do we mean, you know, the the uh, the best example of the art form that that other directors sort of aspire to? I like uh, it kind of the. Uh, uh, maybe the the tip of the spear toward movies meaning a lot more. But I don't I don't believe that happened with Citizen Kane. No. Like I don't I don't think Citizen Kane is like the first example of that, and I don't think that there was a point where we suddenly looked back and realized, oh look, this is where movies started. Like I don't I I think that's a myth. 
But even if it is a myth, I mean, like if that's what it means now, then that's what we go with, right? Well, it's. Uh, I mean, I'm cool with the carte blanche, critical acclaim, but no sales, or low sales. Because yeah, we can probably figure out what that one is, but that, yeah, that's kind of no. weak too. I like. I think when people say the Citizen Kane of games, they mean the one that. I, th- I think they mean the Watchman of comics, right? Or like the Mouse of comics. Mm-hmm. Is, is, I think what they mean, like the one you can yeah. point at and be like, "Look, see that one. That that proves that this is an art form, right?" So, are we, do we want to go with that definition of the Citizen Kane of games? Um, I think the idea of the Citizen Kane of video games that uh, Citizen Kane was a story which took advantage of cinema as a medium and really legitimized it, not one that hey, you could point to. Is, no, that's like this is why there's no way to answer this question because there's yeah, so many yeah. things that, that you could call the Citizen Kane the the pinnacle of, and like like that's that one sure that's kind of true, but that's not the first. I mean, no. right. like. Like si- silent movies did it just fine, even yeah, you know, decades Birth before of a that. Generally, uh, yeah. the one that is called the first, even though it's got all that racism inside. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Like, like, I played that by accident, guys. That's a misfire. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Um, so you know, we could try to come up with one for each of those definitions. I think when people say Citizen Kane of Games, I think they, like I said, they mean like the the mouse of comics, right? Right. Um, and what would that be for games? I that think would we be... don't have that yet still, so... Yeah. So We don't have that for storytelling games. No. But is yeah. the function of video games to tell a story? No, absolutely not. Um, so... I don't know, Minecraft? <laughs> no, I yeah, mean, even definitely Minecraft. <laughs> I don't want it to be Minecraft. Neither do I. I think Tetris is a candidate. The video gamiest video game. I think Tetris was something that you could put in front of everyone, and they're like, "Oh yeah, this is fun." Um, I don't think I don't... everybody would enjoy Citizen Kane. No, no. it's true. It's true. As evidenced by all the kids on the internet, uh, whenever there's a discussion about Citizen Kane, being like, "Yeah, I tried watching it once. Oh, not so good." Yeah, and so there's and... got to be a barrier of entry for it to be the Citizen Kane of video games. I think Mother 2 is still the closest that I know. Yeah, yeah. there's a barrier of entry there. Because it does something cool. Yeah, so, yeah mother, I, was, I almost called Mother 2 Citizen Kane. That's amazing. Um, <laughs> no, uh, that's uh, it, then. <laughs> <laughs> it's over. Uh, I think Mother 2 has some kind of uh, video gaminess that, that I can't even define. Uh, yeah, it does. Uh, so if we're going by that example, then yeah, I guess you know that's a really good candidate, Mother Two. Um, I, I don't know, Brandon. Is, are you kind of opposed to this though? I'm not opposed to it. I okay. just still haven't played it. It's a good and it's a game where you just kind of play a game. <laughs> you know, it's 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 uh it's all hey, there. Put in a couple minutes a day or whatever. And yeah. Uh, Hang up the hat. Mother 3 almost... Well, no, I would say Mother 2 is the one. I think Mother 3 is less of a video game than Mother 2. Mother 3 feels more like a stage play, which I I like. Yeah, absolutely. I like that a lot about it, but yeah. Yeah, Yeah, uh, I think it was on the first uh, Best Games of All Time episode that Frank said that uh, Mother 3 is a better work of literature, but Mother 2 is a better video game. 
Yep. Yeah, Mother Mother Two is definitely as video gamey as you can get. Yeah. Uh, that's a good game, man. It does so many little interesting things with, uh, like with game design that Citizen Kane did with, say, cinematography. Yeah. That uh, I would just say. Uh, I'm good with that answer. Like, uh, yeah, I'll me too. I mean, if yeah, if you pressed me to say, I mean, what are the other ones that people over the years have said? Metroid Prime, Super Mario Brothers, uh, Super Mario Brothers. I think Super Uh, Mario Brothers is fine, but some guy said The Last of Us was. People have said Eco before. Eco, but they've said it. So Uh, one of the things, Seven Ocarina of Time. One of the things that to me. Is a, is Citizen Kane? Is it's it's a human story about people? Yeah. You know? And Mother Two. I mean, I mean, a movie doesn't have to be about people. A movie can be just swirling colors. It can be Fantasia. It can be classical music and cartoon characters. Like that doesn't make it less of a movie, right? But I don't think Citizen Kane stand out stood out because it was a human story. It's just kind of a dumb. Like theatrical human story, and and oh, the, yeah. the, the MacGuffin is stupid, you know. But it's, but it's a really great movie. It's well, yeah, well, it's a great, uh, it's a great piece of its medium, and it's also structurally uh, Stru- interesting yeah, yeah. in itself. Yeah, which I would say fits Mother Two, and then also coincidentally, yep. there are stories about humans, hmm. stories and about the, also... na- the nature of something human. And it's also like a, a, a sort of uh, uh, it's it, it's also a director that came from a different medium, right? Yeah. Like, yes. Like, yes. So you have that similarity also, um, even though he'd done a game before this, Mother One. Yeah. I, but I consider Mother One just like the the prototype of Mother Two. Right. Yeah. And so do I. I mean, I like it, but you know. yeah. But hey. Uh, so, yeah, that's it. Resolved now and forever, and we will never address it again. Mother 2 is the Citizen Kane of video games. I still uh, want to do that show, though. Yeah, we might someday. We okay. might. Uh, we probably won't, but we might. Uh, so here's our lightning round. We're going to play title design. I know we just did it last week, but we're going to do it again this week. But there's a special theme. Uh, this week, we are going to do video games based on uh, titles of episodes of this very podcast so I'm going to tell you the name of an episode that we have done in the past and you have to design a game based on the title of that episode yeah Uh, Uh so here we go we're going to do ten of them number one Credence Clearwater Saga oh man you're obviously yeah and and, uh, really boring it's an RPG and the final boss is uh, Neil Young Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> okay, number two is Dead Chimera. Dead Chimera. Well, Murder probably mystery. Just a, right. Probably just a splinter cell. Uh, oh, yeah, yeah. Sounds like... Wait a minute, isn't there... Wait, no. There isn't the word Chimera in a splinter cell title, is there? Nope. What do I know? It could That's be a splinter cell. Idea of a murder mystery, Frank. Yeah, murder mystery about a dead chimera. Uh, like a Greek mythology murder mystery. Yeah, yeah. A Greek mythurder mystery. Mm-hmm. Uh, the Cry Box. <laughs> the Cry Box. It's a uh, oh. Minecraft and Cry Engine. <laughs> nice. It's a uh, Peter Molyneux game using with an inventive controller that requires you to cry on it. <laughs> Seattle Rhythm. 
Seattle rhythm? Yeah. It's a terrible. It's a terrible rhythm game where all the songs are grunge, and uh, at the end you have to kill yourself. Oh, I thought all the songs were tossed salad and scrambled eggs. It's a horrible guitar uh, hero. Guitar Yeah, it's guitar hero sub pop. That's what it is. Right. Uh, yeah. Fire, water, and quiet revenge. Hmm. It's a puzzle game. It's a physics puzzle game. Yeah, uh, quiet fire, revenge water. is a power up. Yeah. <laughs> uh, the longest blink. The longest blink. It's a connect game that reads your eyes. It's a connect game that inter- that uses uh, Skype video chat on the Xbox One. Yeah, and- staring, yeah. staring contest over Skype video chat. Yeah, it's a staring contest of video game, yeah. Perfect. Somebody should make that. All right. Uh, games to be topped. Games to be topped. <laughs> well, uh... I, all I got to say is it's awesome. It's about uh, stopping and also popping and also spotting. Yes. In the game. Okay, so once, once you spot, you can't stop. Once you game, you can't stop the pop. You can't pop the top. You yeah. pop the to- you pop the stop to the top. Yeah. It's like look, pop the top or uh, stop the or stop. Spot. Or stop your crap. <laughs> stop, <laughs> stop, stop popping or you'll shop for a mop. Stopping. Yeah. Pop on pop. I- I'm not hearing a video game in here though. Oh yeah. <laughs> well, I I mean. What what more is there to say? All right. It could be it could be a simulator where you have to uh, manage a GameStop while also writing all the uh, editorial at games at GameSpot. Oh man, I almost screwed it up again. GameSpot. <laughs> so it, it's like if if GameSpot were the official magazine, quote unquote, of GameStop, then uh, it, you would just have to manage both those empires. And uh, yeah. It would be really, really boring and bad. So you'd have to give really positive reviews to the games that you ordered a lot of and be convincing about it. All right. Our next one is Shaving a Haircut. Uh, just a game about shooting dudes in the face. <laughs> like, you're in a hallway, and there's just hundreds of dudes with, like, samurai swords running at you. But you're a like, barber. And they're furiously swinging their swords, and you're just shooting them. And every time you hit them in the face, your guy says, Shaving a Haircut. And the, the voice actor has recorded it like 800 different ways. So you're never sure to hear the same combo. He's a yeah, barber, he's a... and his, his shirt is the uh, barber pole stripes. And yeah, his, shirt he, actually, his shirt animates somehow. It's magic. Great. Yeah, yeah he has it. It could just be shaving mama. Shaving mama? It's not what I want. <laughs> no, thanks. I don't want to shave mama. So is it a mama who shaves, or is it a game about shaving mom? You choose either one when you wow. start the game. Uh, is Cooking Mama a game about cooking, Mom? Yes. Probably. I don't know. I didn't play it. Uh, all right. My Neighbor Totillo. <laughs> oh, man. Uh, well. It's, right. it's like it's like uh, that that Neo Geo Pocket game, Neo Poké-kun. Uh, yeah. But uh, Steven Totillo is there, and he just keeps coming over and be like, Hey, can I borrow some milk? Hey, can I... Can I, I, I ran out of cheese. And then... Uh, he just got it. Like he he keeps coming up with more outlandish requests. Like, hey, could you review this game for me? I don't really want to. Uh, <laughs> and then it's just like, how how much how many of uh, Steven Totillo's requests can you take? Not uh, not implying that he's a bad guy. I think it would be more like that that Jason Rohrer game, The Castle Doctrine, except uh, it's Steven Totillo living next door to you. Uh, sure. 
You have to steal from He's coming house. in and trying to kill your family? What? Yeah. yeah so he's he's stealing from your house every day. And there's clues. You they're like During the day segments, you read Kotaku.com to get clues about <laughs> uh, how well he has uh, like fortified his house. And, well, also, he's, he's like the Riddler. He can't help himself but, but leave you clues in his Kotaku posts. Kotaku. Yeah. Yeah. So our la- yeah. and our last one is my personal favorite, Shigargamel. Oh, <laughs> Shigargamel. Yeah. Uh, well, it's just like he's a character. So what? What's his character? He, I don't know. He's probably a platformer. He he jumps. He uh, yeah. Smashes. Got a big head. <laughs> yeah. Another <laughs> classic insert credit call. <laughs> He's got a big head and he jumps on platforms. <laughs> I think that's it. Uh, that wraps up our second year of the Insert Credit Podcast. It's been a good one. Uh, venture forward into the third. I want to thank you guys, Tim, Frank, and Brandon, for hanging out with me uh, 92 out of 104 weeks. It's been pretty great. Yeah, we've missed 12, huh? Yeah. Uh, not like bad. We need to do a 12-hour telethon at some point. Oh, God. Uh, only if we can get money out of it somehow. How about if we get uh, if we if we develop if we obtain a deficit of 24 episodes, then we do a 24-hour uh, like kick-started telethon podcast. Yeah, we'll just stream a game. It'll be fine. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, man. Uh, so I want to thank some of our listeners. Everybody who stuck around, and uh, we, we do it for you. So uh, th- thanks very much for that. Uh, Ad Amazing, All Monsters, Zach Gerlach, Kent Doggy Dog, Dylan Schneider, Jonathan Darr, Michael Baker, Bar Alomer, Beats DeCordy, Alexander Tulit, Warren Bow, Brenton Woodrow, Brett Gordel, Win Sammons, Jean Paul Kearns, uh, Jared LD, uh, Stephen Kaltenbach, all you guys. There's over 500 of you on the Facebook group alone. Oh, really? uh, there's that guy who told Brandon that this guy is legend. Uh, yeah. <laughs> They're all over the place. Uh, I think the guy at the Nintendo uh, Treehouse uh, is a fan of our podcast from E3. Uh, that guy. So, yeah, that guy. Oh, that guy, dude. owner of that dog. Yeah. Oh, that uh, guy does own that dog, yeah. So even if you think our numbers might be low on the live stream, people do listen to this show. People care about it. Yeah. and uh, Yeah, they do. And none care about it more than I. That's and um, <laughs> that is true. And um, uh, looking forward to doing it for as long as you guys can stand it. Yay! Uh, <laughs> I'm Alex Jaffe. I'm Frank Cifaldi. I'm Tim Rogers. I'm Brandon Sheffield. And now bear my Arctic podcast. Yeah. Yeah. Podcast over. Yeah.